Welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, we talk about time management. Time is money. What is it? When, what's in the name? What, what is in time? <laughs> no, time? Time kills deals, right? I mean, we talk about this all the time. That's your slogan. But... I teach it so much in the course because it's something that happens so often. And now at the store, I'm seeing it happen again. <laughs> and I want to jump in front. I need to make them all watch my videos more um, because I talk about this so much because it is true. It, it, it affects your, your time management affects how much money you make, how happy your clients are, how successful your designs are. I mean, it's everything. Timing is everything on this in this career. And, um, and really because especially if you're an independent designer, you control it. I mean, there are a lot of things we can't control in this industry, whether something becomes discontinued, we'll tell that story mm -hmm. at the end because it came down to timing. Really? I know I, that epiphany just hit me. I was like, oh, uh -huh. there's a reason we're talking about this this week. Um, but you know, Time management is something that I'm not good at. I mean, most designers aren't. Most creative types aren't, really. And it's because we get easily distracted with shiny objects. And we're trying to juggle 20 thoughts in our mind at the same time. And we're usually working on three houses at the same time. And I was going to say. Each three houses has four rooms. And, mm -hmm. you know, how many different pieces of furniture and the fabrics and the craftsmen that go into it and who installs it. And, I mean, there's so many moving parts to a design that if you don't get a hold of your time at the beginning, it's all going to fall apart. And, and, and honestly, what happens is most designers just get burnt out and depressed that they're working too hard for too little and they give up. I mean, that's, I think, the most common thing. Um, so let me ask you, Nadia, what's, what's the most important lesson you've learned about time as a designer? <laughs> She's rolling her eyes. She had a very um, unhappy situation today. So go ahead and tell her. Oh, yeah. Well, I found She's my guinea pig. The perfect coffee table for this beautiful little girl's loft where they're going to play their video games and just hang out. It was beautiful. Oh, psych. I've never seen anything like it. And then I loved it so much. Originally, I had picked a chest for the bedroom, which was, I think, like one of my best work yet designing-wise. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to submit this to a magazine. Well, and both pieces were from the same collection. Yes. And then and I found the coffee table. So you can imagine them. They were a light gray. It was an enamel, right? Or an epoxy resin, resin. 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 Great. But but it had a pattern. It had a geometric pattern. It was kind of like a honey. Yeah, hexagon. Um, but the hexagon were, it was inlaid. It said bone inlay. And you said there was gold, like gold knobs. Gold stuff, knobs gold. on the chest. So it was just yeah. stunning. But in the whole thing, the legs, everything were covered in this honeycomb pattern. Uh, you know, and it's gray and cream. And it's going in a little girl's room and then a loft where these the kids hang out. And it, it was a low, round solid chunky coffee table and as i've been helping her look for new coffee tables <laughs> my heart is literally bleeding oh i can't God. even i mean there's no glass to worry about with like, kids stop don't rub it in <laughs> you know if the edges weren't too hard it, you know it wasn't gonna scratch like wood i mean there were a lot of and it's their it's their look right it's the funky kind of we get it you're pouring salt <laughs> in my wounds but so, so it was on happened. sale and I well, have, which is always a red flag, right? Yes. And when you're talking about your vendors, they don't put stuff on sale 
unless it's going to be discontinued and they want to clear it out quickly out of their warehouses. It's not like Macy's or someone that has a sale every month. Yeah. So if something's on sale, red flag, it's going away. And I had seen it back about a week and a half ago. And typically in, under, in other vendors, you can see, okay, there's 30 left in stock. There's five, mm-hmm. there's two. So I kept checking back and it said it was in stock. I was like, great. So today I went to the homeowner and um, we were finalizing the details of the design, the POs, the invoices. And I said, okay, like there's one left. Like I'm about to freak out. We need to order it today. And she's like, okay, she paid. Great. We put it in our cart. I'm so happy. And then Chelsea goes back to check on to see just I have some specs. And you're like, um, it says no longer available. <laughs> and we couldn't find it on the and website like, anymore. No freaking way. So I called the rep. I begged him to part the seas. I'm like anything, anywhere, somehow, can you please find it for me? Save the day. And I'm waiting for a response. I'm not helpful. But, but I should have said a week ago, hey, and this is the client that lets me do whatever I want and trusts me. And I should have had the wisdom to say, oh my gosh. Well, you presented it on one sun- Sunday? On Sunday, but I saw okay. like a week ago. Yeah. And you pre- when you presented it on Sunday, did she did she not buy everything that day because she wants to go show her husband or something? It was just a lot for three rooms. It was like 30000 for three rooms. So she's like, okay, a little, um, I need to think about it because like, I don't want to just come to my husband like, hey, 30000 Plus I just bought a generator for 12000 today. So that's why she's like, I need to kind of piece it out in some ways where I'm not coming to my husband. And at this point, it'll be 100000 that she spent with us. And so she understands the process and she's sweet and she just totally trusts me. But at the same time, I want to also be respectful and not just be like, give me your money. When we tell people you need to order it now because things in our industry, I mean, you know, that's part of my yeah, chat. Yeah. We just went through that. That things in our industry become discontinued or backordered. And, and you know, not he had even mentioned, like, it said there was one. I said, yeah, but think how many furniture stores there are in this country. There's a lot. And then what percentage of them sells that vendor? So if there's one left in existence and you have a thousand stores fighting for it, I mean, so you really do have to stay up on top of, especially now with COVID, everything's changed. Well, I mean, we talked about that at length before about shipping and receiving and, and things going, they just can't get them anymore. So you have to check stock and you have to reserve it and you have to, you know, at that time, order it as fast as you can. Really anything with case goods these days. I know. So I'm just a little heartbroken. I know. She's not a little, a lot. I'm just like a zombie. Well, and then the window treatments that she had Mm -hmm. um, picked out to save money, they thought they would maybe not do that window treatment fabric or they'd cut it down to just two panels instead of the four panels. (laughs) And (laughs) so I gave her some, did a reality check on the length of the drapes and the width of the drapes and the hardware and the price doubled. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, maybe find another fabric. But no, she really likes the fabric. And it's not a bad price. I mean, the fabric's, what, yeah. 40, 60 yard. It's just four panels. It's four panels. And they need to be a width and a half mm-hmm. wide. Yeah. Or they'll just look too dinky. Yeah. Sorry, kiddo. It's going to be beautiful, though. It will. Whatever you find will be great. Um, but it teaches you. I mean, uh, this I'm choosing is why. not to accept that I can't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna this is why helpful. I say time kills deals. It's It's so many different ways. It's you didn't present soon enough, or and I keep getting on the designers and say, well, yeah, she came in, she loved that we had the touch base, everything was great, so she's going to come in maybe next week, Tuesday or Wednesday. No, you have her back in two days. If they like everything, then you got to get on it. I think it goes back to again the chat, and even with my client, um, because we've had discussed these rooms over a length of time, and mm-hmm. even with her son's room, I had already designed it a couple months ago. I'm like, just when you're ready, let me know. 
So when she finally said, hey, I think I'm ready, it was already done and finished. And mm-hmm. now we're kind of going forward with it. But um, but was all the stuff in stock that she liked from before, that you liked before? Oh, well, with his room, we're okay with waiting a little bit. And so everything's going to be in January regardless, like three or four pieces. And everything's kind of back ordered. So with his room, it's like either way. But also with the daughter's room, um, her bed is backward till January because it's universal. <laughs> And that's also frustrating. But then, so the loft, um, oh, what I was saying was she just wanted, you know, to kind of go over it with her husband, even though she knew she didn't give me a budget. And I said, they're about like eight to 10,000 each room. I'm going to give you the best design and then we'll scale back. And she never really scales back. She always just goes for it. But in that, um, when you have a new client and you have the chat and you let them know like, okay, on the last appointment, that's when we're going to get the checkbook out. You gave me a budget, 10 to 15,000. I need you to be comfortable over the next like week discussing it with your spouse that okay this mm-hmm. is how much we're going to spend we're going to be ready to pull the trigger and not just say oh, i'm going to talk to my husband and that's kind of what i've been seeing lately too and mm-hmm. even though i will kind of reiterate that like okay you know things are going out of stock and this is the budget we're under budget and some clients have no problem okay they swipe the card but others will say well let me i need to think about it it's quite a big sum it's like oh we well, just went over it i know but that, and that's why we talk about sales and i'm just going to keep hammer at home and, and coaching on sales. You've got to take selling as a, it's a skill. It's like dancing. Passive. You have to know sales and um, know when to close a sale and then ask for the money. Just ask. And and you can tell them why, but say, all right, we got to get on this. I mean, I, I'm looking at stock on stuff. I mean, we've got what, six designers now and I keep checking because they keep ordering things and well, they let me put it in the cart. That's nothing. That means nothing yeah. <laughs> these days. And so some of the designers were putting things in the cart, like, oh, get this for the floor, get this for the floor. And I went and was going to go hit, you know, play on the order. And I double checked and half of it was already gone. And, and that was just days ago. Stuff is flying out of these warehouses. So it, more than ever, yeah. timing is important. And, and it's one of the reasons that, you know, I also teach and anyone else has been in sales will tell you when you're making that appointment um and it just use general you know generalizations because in our industry we often talk to the housewife we're talking to the wife and so um she's gonna you know start the process on tuesday we're gonna have a house call or whatever it is and you always ask so are there is there anyone else that's gonna be a part of the buying decision is there anyone else that has to you know make a decision and they usually say 99 percent of the time they say oh well you know my husband doesn't care well, that's not true. We know husbands always care mm-hmm. about budget. Um, so I usually will go into it, say, you know, listen, this is going to be a lot of work for both of us. You don't have no idea what you're getting into, right? There's going to be a lot of decisions and fast moving and we're going to have to make decisions that we get the things we want. And if I get down to the final presentation when it's time, okay, this is it. We're signing off. We're going to order these things. And he comes in and throws a wrench in it and says, nope, I don't like anything. We're going to lose everything. And so you you need to ask the question up front. Now, if you worked at a place like Ethan Allen or a lot of places, they won't let you present unless you have the husband there, unless you have both people. I don't know if you've ever gone to a timeshare <laughs> spiel, but they make you have both people there because of this. They never want anyone to say, you know, let me think about it. I'm not that hardcore about it, but I do let them know up front. I mean, if there's someone else that needs to be a part of this decision making, then have him be a part of this decision making. He doesn't have to be for for every meeting, but he needs to at least be on the main house call 
he needs to be at the touch base and he needs to be on the final presentation. Yeah. And with this client, it's um, one, two, three. So this is the, I've done three rooms and now I'm on the next three rooms. Yeah. So it's an existing client I've been working sure. for the past year and a half. Sure. And so it was a little different. Yeah. But these times are different. Case. Yeah. I mean, COVID's different. Everything's different. I'm just trying industry. to be, um, yeah, just trying to be, um, what's the word? Considerate or like have mm-hmm. a client sure. who just had an emergency with her daughter. Sure. So it's like, okay, well, I understand. And I'm so like, I feel awful. But at the same time, we speak furniture. We live and breathe furniture. And when we mm-hmm. need an adjustment on something, it's like, okay, like it's important, but okay, we'll push it out a week. You know, yeah. Our clients don't think that way, but we do. But it's just understanding, okay, I have to step back and just, it is what it is. So yeah. you're managing like a couple of clients at the same time with different situations, different scenarios. So I think with me, I personally like sometimes get burnt out or let things slip mm-hmm. like so unintentionally. Yeah. Sure. Like with that or even we with the do. Ottoman, like I can't believe I made my first mistake. Her first mistake. No. Um, she mis- No, she my first mistake on Norwalk. But, but I, yeah, I've made many mistakes every time I make mistakes. But when it comes to timing, right? So So presenting fast enough talking to the clients about it, show, you know, again, if someone says they want your help, go tomorrow, Uh, go strike while the iron's hot. I mean, you think, I think about anything that I'm going to do. That's a big ticket item. I lose interest so quickly or something else comes up or I change my mind and it's just not important anymore. I mean, I still want it, but now something else is more important. So the faster you can be, you get in there. You're the important thing. And the other really this is this is the big one. I mean, that's one thing about time. But the thing that I see, and this also was reminded to me this morning, um, as another one of our designers called me, because the stone that they had fallen in love with, granted, it was like six weeks ago. They can't find it anywhere now in the country. And um, she said, well, I found it on house. And they let me put it in the cart. So it must be there. No. House doesn't warehouse things. House is like an eBay or an Etsy. House is a place where manufacturers and and designers and furniture stores can sell their products. So you're at that mercy. And it's just like we talked about with that universal bed that we had to jump through hoops and we had to find out, no, really, how many are there? Mm -hmm. Like I know the general, you know, the the your website says in stock or call for limit, you know, limited quantity. But what are we talking here? I should you know. have called the rep as well. Yeah, the rep. So, I mean, again, we're all learning right now. And and I'm I'm heartbroken for you because I know it was yeah. a really um, – You I'm named the puppy. That, I know. I told the client today that too. That puppy had a name. I married it. She's like, well, if you married it, I'm married to it. Yeah. I mean, that – yeah. Go home, have a bottle of wine. You'll feel better. I have orange theory. Um, but the, the timing thing. So – this designer who was looking for the stone. So when she called this morning and she's, you know, freaking out about this stone. And so I, you know, stopped what I was doing to help her. And yesterday, half the day, she was looking. The day before, I had said, there's a really comparable stone at Home Depot. I mean, I, it's the same manufacturer. They probably just call it something different. You know, they they give them to places like Home Depot. They buy specific lots and then they name them their own. Right, but it was still an MSI stone. It's the same brand, and I, 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 for days, I've been trying to explain to her, but they don't. They didn't invent their own rock. I mean, it's all limestone, and it's just a combination of limestones. So, but I needed to be cream and a little bit of brown. I'm like, I know that's limestone. And if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's, I mean, it's the only place right now you can be guaranteed 
it's in stock because I can see it. It's right there. Mm-hmm. And just grab it. He only needs a couple boxes. He's just doing the front of a fireplace, right? It's not that big of a deal. And she said, well, it's the center, pl- you know, it's the centerpiece of the room and it's the focal point. And I thought, how many hours? And first of all, I should also note, we're not making any money on it. This is something he's remodeling his house. He's doing the work himself. He found the stone and fell in love with it. No, actually, I take that back. He had a, a tiler that was going to install it and he got those all lined up and he didn't have the product. And then he found out he couldn't find it. Mm. And so I look at how much time he spent and then how much time we've spent collectively on this stone that we're not making a penny on. And it's ridiculous because go to Home Depot or Lowe's and find it. It's not like your coffee table is different, right? It's a $2,500 coffee table. And a handmade one of a kind. I know. That's <laughs> teasing her. But you get the point. I mean, if it's something yeah. like a, it's a stacked ledge stone, you know, tile that he can put over a fireplace. There are so many other manufacturers that are like, why get married to that one? Find yeah, another one. a million of them out there. Um, so I, I, it reminded me and I said to her, if you were charging hourly for your design time, would you charge him for all of this time? And could you imagine being charged $150 or $150 an hour for this kind of research, chasing tails, calling every place in town? He's driving an hour and a half from Mount Vernon down to downtown Seattle to try to go hunt it down. And again, there's nothing that special about it. Yeah. But look at the time that's wasted. So if you're dividing that time by how much you're making, you're making pennies. And that's ridiculous. You know, you're in control, right? Yeah. That's a good point because when you are working with multiple clients, and I know it's a little bit different when you are independent, but at least here, you do get your energy sucked out Mm -hmm. or when your client or- Oh, it's independent or or it's here. Yeah. In terms of like with me working with multiple clients right here or as an independent a couple Mm -hmm. or just a year. Um, But when that client or that, you know, manufacturer distributor like sucks out your energy and your time and you don't make money on it. Then when you have to deal with an issue or something that you are making money on it, you're just pretty fried because this yeah. industry yeah. is so emotional exactly. in terms of your clients and like, look at this piece. It was so perfect. The dimensions, the price is fine, everything. And then it's out of stock. So I'm just mm-hmm. emotionally down. I'm bummed. And look how much that's taken away from that. Even that's a separate issue. But I've had issues too where you've said, hey, step back. We're not making money. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Why am yeah. I even thinking about Why it? Why spend the time? Because our time is valuable. Yeah. I mean, and we, as designers, um, I was doing a final exam today for one of the certification designers, and she was showing me all of these different detailed things that she was doing in these renderings and drawings and, um, you know, all this work she had put in. And then I find out it was just her touch base appointment. And I thought, ooh. I know that she didn't charge much for the design because she's starting out and she wants to, you know, work up to it, which is great. But for what she charged, she's already worked 10 times that amount. And you can't get that back and you can't blame the client. You can't charge the client for your learning. You can't charge the the, the client because you get stuck on something and can't stop looking for it. And you have to, well, let me look here. Well, let me look there. Well, let me look here that's why I always teach that done system. When you find the piece that is going to be great, it, if it's their lifestyle, if it's their price, if it's their everything, done, move on to the next. I mean, you can always find a great piece and swap it out, but you, you're the only one that's in control of your timing and how much time you spend looking for things 
is how much money you're going to make because you just can't charge. I mean, designers that do charge for that, trust me, I hear that too from homeowners all the time. I spent $3,000 on a designer and I didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she t- she billed me 10 hours for the coffee table. Yeah, she probably spent 10 hours, <laughs> but she's an idiot. That's, that's yeah. my answer. She, There are so many great coffee tables out there. I always say, give yourself a time limit. Give yourself, I've got 30 minutes to find this table. Can you do it? Yeah, probably. Because then you get down to the basics of what am I actually looking for? Exactly. And so now you've made $150 for 30 minutes rather than $150 for 10 hours. I mean, it really is a numbers game. And so anytime you find yourself getting sucked into that trap, um, step back. And, and because we do, we get in it. And you go down a rabbit hole looking for something specific because you have it in your mind. You know what you want to find. You know it's there. You just keep searching and searching and searching. You know, that's how they get you in those video games. You just keep one more, one more, one more. You got to stop. Because even though designing is an art form when you have that vision and I mm-hmm. get that sometimes, you also have to be practical. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, and I, I mean, I know it sounds kind of crass and I do say this all the time, but not every house is going to be in-house beautiful. I was just going to say that. Or El Decor. Yep. Not, but, but is the homeowner going to be thrilled with the design you came up with? Yeah. Are they going to love that you took the time to find a great coffee table that the kids aren't going to hurt themselves on and they can do homework? And yeah, she's going to love it. But it's up to you, right? So you have to set your expectations for yourself and for your client and you have to give yourself a break. It's, it's not about the piece. That room is not going to be spectacular because of that coffee table. That room is going to be spectacular because you've not a because it had the window <laughs> treatments you love and the sofa and the poofs and the art and the lamps and everything else. When she walks into the room, the room is going to be gorgeous. But I just remembered I have to tell her. So Yeah. that That's another, that should be a whole other oh, topic. Breaking bad news or having those difficult co- conversations with clients. And Nadia, boy, she has become an expert. That's what we'll talk about in the next episode because uh, you've it's been varsity lately. You having to talk to, to clients. It's like really having to put on my big girl panties on uh-huh. and it sucks. Yep. Yeah. So you decide, do I, you push her a little nudger to buy it faster so that you get it? Or do you have these conversations later, right? You get to choose. Do you want to have the hard conversation now or, or later? And again, that's what I've been, I keep looking back at my clients and every time I have a new client, it's always something goes wrong. And each time I look back, it's always the freaking chat. Mm-hmm. No matter mm-hmm. what. And even with the client that you know who I'm talking about, like the, the one that mm-hmm. we have issues on, we had a good chat. Like I remember in the very beginning, we knew she was a shopper and you had sat me down. And you said, you need to do it. Rip the bandit off. Go for it. And I mm-hmm. thought I did so good. We connected. I was like, oh my God, this went smoothly. And I keep thinking to myself, oh, I maybe I should have reiterated this or that. I'm like, wait a second. I had the freaking chat with her. Like, I don't understand why she's still not getting it. And you'll get those type of clients. And so just looking back at that, I wish I had done things a little bit more differently. And that's also maybe where the contract comes in or even the Mm -hmm. form where she can physically look at. And so again, I had to explain different things. And at that point, I'm just so annoyed where I'm not excited about her house anymore because she's just a life sucker. And you would say, you would always say like, oh, there's gonna be those clients that just like suck Mm -hmm. life out of you. Even if if they have the money. I'm like, oh, whatever, money's money, I'll do it. 
Now I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell no, never again. When I spot that, I'm going to run like a gazelle because it's just not worth it, it. it. Well, especially nowadays they can. And it used to be. So I used to do my whole process was two weeks. I would say you you go to the first house call, your touch base, you know, let's say your house calls on Monday, your touch base would be on Friday, and then you do final presentation the following Friday. My schedule shrunk in half. And, and I know a lot of designers who spend six months coming up with the design, dragging their clients through this long, arduous process. Um, they think I'm crazy, but think about if you just really have the discipline, you have your time management under control. You've got to make your list. That's why, like I always give these guys, it's a budget breakdown form and it has, it's the, the best tool to keep you focused and on track. And you can make it yourself. It's a it's something that comes in the course, but you you know it's it's not rocket science. Um, but it, but again, when you get done with that house call, right, it's fresh in your mind, and you you've been picturing. You know, after talking to them and seeing the space, you know what the best design will be. And so you sit down really quick, and it's just sort of a graph. And you I put on the left hand side. Okay, I'm going to need a sofa. I'm going to need a coffee table. I'm going to need two end tables, a rug, and you list every possible item that you can you know, put in this design and you have their budget at the top. And then I break it out even before I'm looking for items. I know sofas are going to be around 3000. I know a coffee table is going to be around 700, you know, so I, I kind of list it out to make sure that I can get to the end and stay in the budget. And then I almost challenge myself. And I have another little column that, so let's say I find a coffee table that's 650. Oh, I get 50 bucks to put back in to something else. So I can, you know, use the money other places, but it keeps me focused. And then I don't get off on tangents. I'm not looking at the bedroom furniture while I'm supposed to be looking for sofas. I have this list right in front of me. This is the room. That's my to-do list. Check, check, check. And it does, it, it helps, especially in ADD mind, focus back in and know this is what I'm supposed to be looking for. And I see it over and over. I mean, the hardest thing is controlling ourselves. It's that self-discipline to control our time and to be careful with our time and it's precious. And it isn't just other people wasting their time. It's ourselves wasting our own time. That's what I see designers doing because you can look forever. You can look forever for the right fabric. You can look forever for the right coffee table. Find the, the first right one and go for it and then move on to the next item. And again, you're going to see something else when you're shopping, you know, you're looking for end tables, you might see another coffee table and then you can swap it out. But it's kind of like teachers when you're, when you're in school and they say, you know, if you're going to write a story or you have to write a paper, just start writing, just get it down on paper and then it'll flow. And you can always go Mm -hmm. back and change the beginning. But that little list keeps me focused and keeps me on track. Yeah. Or if I know that in this certain room, the sofa isn't the thing that's going to be the big in your face splash or something else, a different piece, then I can quickly pick something out that's that works within their budget, their style. I'm not looking for the most spectacular piece. And I'll go in with accessories that I can uh-huh. really make it look spectacular and whatnot. But even, even in this client's loft, we had her buy the console and ottomans in July. Yeah. Because it's only going to be in stock in January. So we're already waiting six months. So we can't even install until January because... She loves the whole reveal. She doesn't want it in pieces, which typically we don't. But if we're really at the end of it, yeah, like, we but can she, wait with that one piece. She loves no. the experience. She yeah. loves what we do. 
And it was kind of funny with this project because, and I think we talked about this last week, you were doing, you did the one room and the little girl was so excited and you had the video of her mm-hmm. and the reveal and then all the other kids were like, I want my room done. And so that's how this all happened. And she's telling me that she's going to have them wait until January. And I'm thinking, you're going to tell like an eight-year-old kid, you, you, you're going to get this great room like sissy, but you don't get it until January that's the law, after Christmas. Luckily it's but their bedrooms, months. you've got stuff that yeah. isn't coming until January. They know. And I, and I know they, they do, wanted it by Christmas talk because about, of COVID. It would have happened by Christmas if it was normal times. Yeah. But I told them you can just put like the, um, the design in a little box. She's like, <laughs> I don't even want them to see it. She's like, I just asked the daughter, are you okay with it? Not being your typical girly room. Because it's really elegant and like French and just. So the kids aren't going to get to see it? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. Well, they don't know anything. One of them's 14, right? 13. So that's the one that's just sludge. No. She showed her the coffee uh, no. table. She's like, do you like this? She's like, oh, I love it. But she doesn't know that's her chest too. Well, it was her chest. <laughs> it is her chest and I'm going to believe it. And I don't know. If I have to drive to a different state to pick it up, like I'm that committed, I'll do it. I know. But I also believe everything happens for a reason and the perfect like her window treatments three times I had to reselect. Yeah. I'm still pissed. Well, but I like the one that you picked finally. I didn't even Best. remember what I picked. That's how bad it is. Timing. It's timing, right? So that that's the big lesson of the day is, you know, don't blame it on other people for wasting your time and that you don't make enough money. And that's exactly what I mean. You get burnt out. That's what you see because you feel like, oh my gosh, I I feel like all I've done is search for this client. And at the end of the day, this is all I'm making, but you have to control it. You grab it by the reins and you say, nope, this is, again, this is why I always say, this is my system. So you're teaching the clients they can't waste your time. Mm-hmm. And then you have to create your lists. And you, I mean, I, I'll talk to myself, okay, Chelsea, <laughs> you, you're going to, and I find, so like you said, the, the sofa, I would, on that list, I would find the sofa first. I'd find the things that are easy, right. like just done, 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 done. Then you've got the tricky parts. Then you can really take the time and have fun. I mean, we like looking for furniture, right? I, I told my husband this morning that that's my biggest time suck. And the thing that I, procrastination that I need to work on is shopping, especially when it's high points coming and everyone's been sending me emails like, look at our new product, look at our new product. And I want to see, I want to see what they have, what's new. I want to see what's coming in style and the colors. And um, so I'll spend too much time shopping. And the, the, my biggest, really, um, <laughs> the one that, that I find myself down a rabbit hole is when a lot of our vendors have minimum reorders oh. to save on shipping. And it makes sense that you do a freight cap. So, you know, they'll do maybe a 10% freight cap. Um, so anything, over a 1500 you know you're just going to spend the 15 or 150 dollars on shipping anything over that you still only pay the 150 so mm-hmm. we'll have one designer order you know a piece of art that's 50 bucks but my freight cap comes in at a thousand but i know that so jill will say well you've got another 800 dollars to hit this minimum <laughs> do you want to fill it Oh yeah, hold on. Let me see what they have. <laughs> Let me see what's new. Let me see what's on sale. And I will. And I find myself, my stress calms down. My shoulders relax. I get into this peaceful <laughs> Zen mode and I'm just looking for furniture. And I was trying to explain it to Kevin, my husband this morning. And I said, imagine if you owned a tackle shop and you, your job was to go through catalog after catalog, mm-hmm. deciding what tackle to put in your store. 
you would be in heaven, but that's all you do. Like you never get up to do anything else. And that's what I find myself doing. So even with myself, even now with the store, uh, I have to rein myself back and say, listen, you have other stuff to do. You have ads to write. You have, you don't need to be shopping for that yeah. stuff. Especially since every client is so different mm-hmm. and that you are dealing with people and that's what makes the job so emotional mm-hmm. that if you put put your energy in things that are not the top's priority, it's going to suck out. And I know we always mention it, but it's just something I'm really seeing in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take control of it. Use the forms we have. Stay organized and don't name the puppy. That's the... I know I did bad on this one, but I just <laughs> want it so bad. We'll post pictures. We got to start posting pictures of these things we, we talk about because this is such a visual art and everyone that's listening is a visual person, obviously. So let's start posting on Facebook. We'll post on the Design for a Living Instagram. Facebook page and I'll, Instagram. I'll post my design that yeah. I'm talking about. Yes. Nadia will post. So go ahead and check. Next we podcast. <laughs> no, we're officially going to be going over do maybe difficult. Maybe Instagram light or something. Yeah, how how to do those tough calls with your clients. But oh my gosh. Right now be tough on yourself. Right? Stay focused, stay organized, be disciplined. And do the done system. You find the right thing, move on to the next. And in the end it'll all evolve because it's the whole room that's going to wow your client, not the one piece. It shouldn't just be one piece. It should be everything, the cohesive room. And she's going to love it. You'll you'll create something beautiful, Nadia. I don't know. Yeah. Even, leave on a positive but note, even Nadia. even on that point i was like oh my god i just sold my client a two and a half thousand dollar coffee table for her daughter's loft like this is a third living room yeah and she still loved it and now i have to crush that spirit well to- but i told her yeah. now you'll find another coffee table that's half the price and she can get the window treatments that she wanted now that they've doubled see it all works out in the end i was gonna get both <laughs> anyways thanks guys for listening thanks for listening I hope you're learning stuff uh, yeah, we are. Every day we're learning new things about being a designer and just going to keep sharing it. See you all next Happy week. designing. Happy design. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, and soon you will find us on YouTube where we will upload podcast videos. So stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.